Welcome and thank you for joining the Doc Freeman Show. Today's special guest is Sin from HMD Music. That's H-M-D-M-U-S-I-C.com. Check him out and also check me out at The Real Doc Freeman Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. Low lows, is Sin? What's good, bro? How you doing? Yes, it is. Hey, what's going on, brother? I'm glad to have Thank you for taking the time out. Thank you, sir. Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Is everything good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All mic checks are clear. Thank you very much. No problem. Yeah, so I wanted to, uh, you know, I, I want to give you a proper introduction here, man. You know, it looks like, uh, you know, you're the CEO of HMD Music. Uh, you know, you have acts uh, that you have together as far as the Devil's Advocates, Angie Maserati and producer Chill Beats, correct? And uh, also D-Menace as well. D-Menace. Okay, dope, dope, dope. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm the janitor, man. I'm just the cleanup, man, man. I don't need... I'm just the cleanup, man. I get in where I fit in, really. <laughs> cleanup, man, dude. Hey, the most, the most humble man behind the operation is usually the one working it. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm just a cleanup, man, dude. <laughs> Man, so, you know, there was a couple of things that I want to jump. There's so many things that jumped out at me. Um, but I got to look at what you had. Uh, the first thing, because, you know, I'm an ex-rider. Uh, I can't jump on one now. I, I got a three-year-old and, you know, uh, I can already feel the eyes burning in the back of my neck for my lady right now. <laughs> but on the cover of, uh, you know, this new project that you have, uh, Rider Music Volume 2, that Hayabusa on there, was that yours or is that yours? In the bike world, I'm pretty high up there um, in the scene. I've been in bikes my my um, my whole life. Um, yeah, that Hayabusa is a custom Hayabusa. It's the only one in the world that's light up paint. So, yes, I own that bike. Um, I'm an avid biker. That's where the rider music. I'm a, I'm a rider. You know, so I make music for bikers and people that ride and want to get in their cars and, you know, just want to go. Cars, bikes, whatever. You just want to move. I like that. I like that. And, you know, a, a good song for that soundtrack that I think personally is Make It Home. You know, I would curate these playlists before I ride out every time. And it would be a mixture of everything. You know, some some crazy metal, maybe like 30 Seconds to Mars, some DMX. Right. You, you, you know, some Jimi Hendrix, whatever gets you going. You know? Right. <laughs> when you ride, listen to my, um, what started it off was my first album, Who's Riding? And they seen what I did with that. Uh -huh. Really, because, you know, like DMX, you know, I've worked with him and, and stuff. And like I said, I'm really into this biker world. I'm really into it. Like, not to say he isn't, but he's a rough rider lifestyle. That's a different with me. I'm, you know, you look at what I am and what I'm affiliated with. Mm hmm no disrespect to what DMX and the Rough Riders did, but mm -hmm. there's different levels to this. If you look at where I'm at and what I'm affiliated with and you see it, mm -hmm. I'm an outlaw, babe. So for me to step out of the shadows is a whole different, you know, saying like my boys say, I'm letting my nuts hang. I'm stepping out there. I so, follow you. I follow you. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's one of the things. So I love it. I'm just, you know, I'm feeling really good about it right now. Yo, that's dope, man. Like, like I said, I, I really appreciate that Make It Home track because 
you know, every time you go out, you know, there's there's always the chance that, you know, something may happen. And it's always good. It's always good when, you you know, your queen is just basically like, you know, make a home safe. Well, just that just that one sentiment is is, is dude, you know, it, it puts the battery in you. <laughs> and you um, I'll give you a little advance with the album. Like people are going to know the name and know the difference. Uh-huh. This album, I'll give you an advance with it. You know, being under Prince, I learned a lot from Prince. But a lot of people, you know, I was with him for seven years. But a lot of people didn't really. One of the things I learned, he always made these great songs. And I'd be like, you should put that out. And he goes, no, it's too good for them. And I used to look at him and be like, what do you mean it's too good for them? They're not ready. Wow. Okay. So what I learned from Prince is he's like, you know, like you said, his best songs, you see his vault. He never released those songs. So I broke his rule that he taught me with this album. I gave the public the best of me on this album. And when I say I gave them the best of me, I had styles and stuff that I've hid inside of me that I never let. And I was like, I'm never going to let people because I've been compared to this person compared to it's just my style. I do different music. I do all kinds of music. I love music. So with this album, I gave people the best of me and was make it home. I'm doing, as I say, GMS, I'm doing grown man ish. I'm giving mm-hmm. them what they really want, not mumble rap, not nothing. Really what you can get into. And like you said, people just want to come home and make it home. My next single that's coming out is Don't Want to Ruin This. You know, you get something like that. You get someone you want to make it home to. You don't want to ruin it. You know, so this is what I'm trying to get people to understand is that type of music where, you know, it's okay for you to actually say, I got someone I care about. I care about some things. So I'm trying to get people to realize that it's okay to say that. I love it. I love it. Just like you said, you know, GMS. Yep. I'm on GMS right now. Nice. Nice. You know, you, you, you mentioned one of my favorite musicians of all time, and I'm sure, you know, in a, in a lot of body, a lot of people's categories, uh, Prince and, uh, you know, with his recent release, well, I guess you really can't call it a recent release, but you know, the recent release to the public, um, one piano, one microphone, or uh, a microphone and piano. Um, you know, it gave me a different. It gave me a different lens on just how creative he was, and to be able to soak up, you know, just a portion of that, and just imagining what you soaked up over seven years. I mean, can can you speak on that a little bit more? Yeah, like this is what you said: the one mic and one piano. Well, mm-hmm. for me, the realest thing about that is. Um, I got to witness where I got to see his greatness. Um, he taught me my first, one of my lessons was time, music, beats, bars are all measured. You can't, no matter how much money you can't get that back. And he said, do you pay for studio time in an hour? So people would look at an hour. He would break it down into 15 minutes. In the first 15 minutes, he would come up with the idea. Next 15 minutes, he would execute it. Next 15 minutes, he was playing it back. And the next 15 minutes, he should be been in. It should be a whole song. I watched this man, one mic, one piano. So when I first started with him, he told me, all you do is push play and record. You don't push rewind. You don't push no leverage. You don't do anything. And this was after I built a studio and, you know, he first started with Pro Tools. So I had a chance to show him with that. Well, I watched this guy go in there in one, in one hour, one hour, seven songs, one hour from nothing. I've never seen it before in my life. 
that's what got my work ethic when I work with other artists. And if you ask Andrew D. Menace and people ask me how I do it when I'm in the studio, I'm constantly watching the clock and they ask me why. That's how I was trained. I don't waste time. Music hits me and it, it's, it's already activated, but it's just when you're. So that was one of the best one. One mic, one piano. He means that. So shout out to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. God bless the dead. You know, I, I, I want to talk about some more of your work as well. Um, you, you know, another advance of, um, you know, something that uh, I got from you that I thought was really dope was I apologize. Um, and for my take on it, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. It, it basically shows the remorse and growth of a son becoming a man um, without sharing more than you would like. Uh, how has that journey improved your relationships and life with family, especially with your mother, as you quoted? When I was 18 or whatever, when I was with my mother, you know, I was out there. But then when I finally got locked up, you know, I was always doing with my crew. I was out doing everything. I thought my crew would be there for me with everything. You know, it was money, fast cars, doing what I wanted to do. Wasn't until I got locked up. My mother was at every court date. My mother was sending me commissary. My mother was doing whatever she had to do to make sure I had in jail. My crew, they were still doing what they had to do. But nothing was sent to me, nothing went, and I wasn't ill about that. They were doing what they had to do. When I got out, I realized my mother, to see my mother standing there, that hurt me more than any bullet, any stab wound that I suffered in life. And I realized it didn't take me to my, you know, early 20s to realize that I hurt my mother this much. And she taught me I was never to be sorry. I, I wasn't a sorry individual, and I couldn't be sorry, but I could apologize. So I, I had to remain up and realize that that's what I did to my mother and I owed it to her that I apologized to her. So that's what that, and we all are. We all get that chance to realize, you know, we can apologize, just a bad kid. We don't know, you know, like our parents always try to give us lessons, but we know it all as kids, but we don't know, we really don't know. But when we look back on it, we have the chance to say we apologize. Understood, understood, yeah. I can completely agree with you on that. It actually took me to somewhere personally. And I, I think, you know, with growth and development, you, you see these things. And on the journey through manhood, these are very important, especially with your mother. You know, we're not always going to get along. It's like they say, you know, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and, and that's all I want to do, like, you know, you're bringing up a lot of things that I'm trying to make quality time as music. And that's what Prince, I have a song um, called um, Tony's, Tony's Missing Her Baby. You know, that's a true story about a girl kidnapped at 21 years old. And because she's 21, there's no Amber Alert. They're still searching for her. You know, like I'm trying to make a difference with my music. If people have anything, it's not the party song. It's not that. Sure, I want you to party. I want you to do that, but I really want you just to pay attention to what's going on around you. I want you to enjoy life, but I want you to pay attention to what is going on in you so we're able to enjoy life. You know, there, there's differences to that. And then I, that's what I really want to do with artists is, um, you know, whatever questions you want to ask me, like I'm an open book. Like I really like to give knowledge to people. And like for me, I just want to make quality music and give back there we go <laughs> shout out to mj mj asked me and a lot of people ask me you know 
shout out to a lot of rappers and everything. And I, and I don't judge anybody. I, I wake up every day and I say, I look up, I spend my life looking up to God. So I don't look down on anybody. I accept right. everybody to go, you know, not even a man. I don't even call people homeless. I call them misfortunate because we're all one step away from being homeless. The wrong step in life will have you that way. So we're misfortunate. You know, we make bad choices, better choices in life. I tell people, how did they say, how do you feel to be a veteran in game? And I said, me, I never salute to everybody, whether they do mumble rap, trap rap, whatever they want to do for any artist, no matter how good they are to have the courage to put yourself out there to be judged. If people say you make whack music, you make this. Well, how much courage do they have to put themselves out there to be judged until you have that courage? Really look at it from their point of view. So I salute anybody to do that, you know, but if you have that voice, if you have that time to say something, shouldn't it mean what you're going to say? Shouldn't it mean something, you know? And, and that's what I'm looking at. Like a lot of people look at it, like I've had a chance to really see as an artist, I've watched other artists. I never, unlike other artists, I never wanted to put myself out there. I did in that sense, like Prince, I never wanted to be the artist. I like to stay behind the scenes. I just wanted to produce. I like to write for others, engineer, graphics, Okay, I, you know, I, that's where I looked at it now. What wanted to inspire me to put this music out, being a veteran and everything is I it would be a shame for me to be selfish of me, like Prince said, to put not put this music out or people that have been around me and be selfish of me not to give them this music. So that's why I'm doing it. And also, you know, being be, being a veteran, you got to look at you have mumble rap and everything. Right. Correct. What happened to the generation that? had veterans in the game that's still looking and we just dropped them off that still like rap that still want lyric content and stuff like that and still want you know something that reminds them of something where they're into well here it is here's that market here's that restaurant you have clubs that want that crowd where they don't want to go there with the 18 and 20 year olds well here's grown man crowd. here's where you can go sit and you can dress up and be a grown man and have your lady out and treat her to a nice dinner and show her what a lady needs to be at. That's where I look at my music. Here's your grown man status. Word. They, hey, there you have it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, I'm a heavy supporter, you know, new fan brother. You are my two favorites so far. And I'm all about, you know, giving knowledge back to those that are, I guess we could say, not fortunate enough to, to come upon it just yet as well as a teacher at some moments, but humble enough to be a student. I say this on behalf of people that share the same mindset. Thank you very much. Um, with this, I'd like to let you know, as with this album, the more, it's like an onion, the more you peel it, you're going to get an education. Like I said, you're hearing these songs come out and you're going to hear these things, but the more you go in, the deeper you're going to get into it. Like, um, I have a, you know, I have a song called, uh, sacrilegious and I, you know, you have topics that I'm going to address that people never will address, you know, and you can't blame me for it. I just like to make people think and pay attention. And that's what I want you to do, you know, think and pay attention. Okay. You know, it, 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 it's going to be something that. I don't want to give it away and spoil it, but sacrilegious, a lot of people are going to ask me a question and I want them to, you know, I don't know how people, I'll ask you, I'll, I'll ask you as being an interview, 
Do you understand? Um, in the past, you've had a lot of allegations, allegedly, of priests having sex with, with, with boys, correct? Right or wrong? Familiar of it. Yes, you're okay. absolutely right. In the history of that, have you ever had an, a nun be accused of having sex? Any, any blemish of a nun? Not that I heard of. Okay, okay, hence my song. I have a song called Sacrilegious. And I'm hoping that people, when they hear this song, I understand the controversy that it will cause. But the mm. controversy is, I really want people to think about it, and when they listen to this song, and they ask me the question is, the question I'm gonna ask them, is the years have went by that priests have been accused of having sex with boys or of raping or having doing anything illegal why haven't we questioned this so ask me before you ask me the questions of this song why don't we ask these questions first i get where you're going with that yeah, i want to ask those questions first i get where you're going so yeah i mean with with not asking those questions about why that hasn't been dealt with yeah it's it's definitely something that's been averted a lot well you know just like yeah, can you still hear me? Yes, sir. Well, here's a question okay. I'm going to ask you. You're probably asking me. If priests can have sex with boys, and I'm, and I'm my artist's name is Sin, my other name is Sin, why can't Sin have sex with a nun? Why couldn't I have sex with a nun? If priests can have sex with a boy, sacrilegious, correct? But right. what would be the difference if a priest can have sex with a boy than me having wanting to have sex with a nun? What's worse? <laughs> yes, I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware of what I'm saying. It is a sacrilegious thought, correct? But has my sacrilegious thought been an act? Has priesthood committed these acts? But I have a sacrilegious thought. Correct, condemn me for it. Call me wrong for my thought. Yes, I have made a song and made a made an act. So that is a sin in itself. Correct. I will take that sin. But if the same person that wants to condemn me for that sin, I ask the church to still stand up at that door that couldn't condemn me, the same people to stand up and condemn the people that judge me for it. I'll gladly, okay. I'll gladly take that cross. I will gladly bear that burden as the same ones. Okay. I just You see where I'm going with this is I want people, if you look and you go around as a society, if you're prepared to point fingers at people, you have to realize there's three pointing back at you. Why do we have to do this? Why can't we just let people be and be happy and be whatever they want to be? Why don't we have that freedom? We're supposed to be able, the country, to be able to do that. Why don't we? Indeed. Indeed. Not only just as a country, just as, just as human beings. Exactly. But if we start in our own community, if we start with just ourselves, then change will occur. Change will occur. You know, racism is taught. It's not something, racism is taught. You know, it's clearly divine. You know, you don't know what you are until you're taught what it is. You know, you can clearly see that. You know, they, they call it artificial intelligence. Well, that's really true artificial intelligence. You know, you could take anything. You could transport an animal and put it in another tribe and it would be taken into. Jungle Boy, they wrote a story about it. You know, people look at it and you, you, you don't get it. We could go on about this, but I want people to start looking at the world and pay attention to things. There's, there's greater messages out there, but you look at it. I'll give you one better. We have all these words 
and everything. We have all the communication in the internet of the world, but yet we're more disconnected. We had more communication with cavemen. If you don't believe it, look at what more family time. You had a caveman that could say, uh, he could tell his wife he was hungry, whether he was wanting compassion to family go outside. And she had to figure out what uh mean, and she would say uh, and she knew what he knew what uh mean. Now we have all internet, text messages, emails, and whatever, and we still don't talk as much. We still go to bed with phones in hands. Hmm. Think about it. It's really that way we've disconnected ourselves. We have cars that drive for us now. We have no more control. Auto pay. We've made it really simple to, to disconnect ourselves. We have internet church. Not that it's wrong, but oh, wow. that's where I'm looking at. But, you know, that's what I just want other people to say is, you know, my music is a good avenue and I'm glad people are gravitate. But that's what we really, as an artist, I just want people, you know, I just want to make quality music. And I'm glad that people are enjoying it. And it's just something for them to take to, you know, I just make art for people to take away from it from their own. You know, when you go downtown, you look at a sculpture, you never know what's in that artist's mind, but you take pictures of it, you look at it and you appreciate the beauty of it and you make it your own. I make songs for us. It's not for me. This is hip hop, you know, and with, without giving a jewel, you know, it, it doesn't complete the cypher. And, and, and you know, you, you drop some, some, pretty, some pretty good hits alluding to this track that, that you just mentioned and and i'm definitely going to keep an eye out for it um now when you do release when you do release your material it's all going to be on all the streaming services and of course on your website as well correct yes website all the streaming services um everywhere um we're actually um getting ready to go on tour um we're just getting ready to get with Paul beasley as well in the We Empower movement. Um, like I said, I'm so involved in everything positive. Uh, if you listen to my song, Warrior, which is, um, like I said, I'm really proud of this, my songs that are making a difference. Um, I have a song called Warrior that's for my women to find who've been in abusive relationships and, and, and stuff, to find their inner warrior and saying never again. Never again will they go through this abuse and never be abused by anybody. So, you know, it's just, those kind of songs. I'm glad people are liking my party, but I want people to understand that there's a message behind these. There's a message I want them to find. I want them to take their art and find their own inner inner warriors, find their stuff and find their own inner beauty and their own inner strength. You know, even like I said, making it home. You know, just the fact that you got somebody at home to come home to. You know, a lot of people look at that and relate to it, but there's nobody celebrating that. I do. I take that. I take that in consideration. The fact that I do have someone to come home to. I have a lovely wife. For people that have someone leave out that door, you know, a lot of people don't, or if they do, but to have someone that you come home and make it home to or caring about you, that's the reason. That's a special feeling. You're already rich. You don't have to have a million dollars. You're already rich just having somebody to come home to and make it home to. And that's what I want people to feel. Dope. Definitely grown man music. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen. You know, like these, these are all things that, you know, we should take into accountability. That's a big topic as it is with the way how certain things are going in, in industry and in, you know, behind the scenes, real life and everything, you, you know, with when it comes down to relationships and the differences between generations, you know, it's, it's very important, you know, that we learn how to love 
our women as well as to teach young women, um, you know, as far as daughters, nieces, everything, so that, you know, they can continue to carry on a tradition of holding their heads high and believing that they're queens. So, you know, shouts out to you for that. Right, man. I mean, it's just all about us respecting everything. You know what I'm saying? I, I tell people a lot, um, a lot of things, you know, like I told you, man, it's, I look at people a lot of different ways. A lot of people look at us as artists that don't think about different things. Well, I like to prove a lot of people different, you know, like with my wife or people call them, whether you study, you know, your rib. Well, look at that statement. If you call it your rib, well, God made, you know, if you believe in the Bible, whether you're not, they say, you know, God put man here. And you know, a woman was made from a man's rib. Well, I tell men, you have to be strong. How are you going to lead? How do you let a rib tell the whole body what to do? And in that case, how do you have to lead? You got to lead by example. How do you expect that rib? If you have that rib, how do you expect that rib to follow you? Be that example for you. If you're not setting that example. And like with myself, I knew when I found my wife, I set standards for myself. I knew what kind of woman I wanted, what I would accept. It's just like setting, going and shopping for a car. You know what accessories and you know what you want. You know you what you wouldn't settle for. If you have that in mind, then go out there and find it. Don't settle and got to ride around and ride this car, ride this car, ride this car. You know what you'll settle for. Know your self-worth. Harriet Tubman said it best. The most dangerous person is a person that knows what they, self, they, they know their self-worth and know what they won't settle for. That's the most dangerous person in the world. So, you know, that's how I look at it. Once you know what you're worth, you know what you won't settle for. There it is. You know, we, we, we can't keep playing with love. <laughs> hey, that, that's what it is. Like you just said, hell has no fury like a woman's score, man. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it is what it is. Like I said, I just like the, you know, the world, you know, I've learned a lot, even in this motorcycle, um, being in the motorcycle community, just in the world, you'll get further on respect than you will with the tech. And people don't understand this. And I've learned to experience that. You know, I've worked with a lot of great artists, met a lot of great people, and had a lot of access to a lot of things just because I was humble and just let my art speak for itself. I just wanted to work. I just want, you know, I work with anybody. I'm always working. You know, music is my life. Always working. Anybody that wants to work. I can't stop without music. I sleep and breathe it. You know, I wake up out of bed. I have, you know, with me. I write music in my sleep. And if you don't believe it, ask anyone that's around me. You got no days without sleeping. Oh, I heard that. I heard that. You, you know, let, let's see if you can debunk this too, because, you know, a lot of creatives, you know, even, even myself, uh, you, you know, I, I've kind of subscribed to this too. They say that, you know, normally what certain people will call certain times will be the witching hour is the most creative hour for most creatives. How do you feel about that? Like two, three o'clock in the morning. Um, well, D Menace could probably if he D Menace usually gets songs from me and he knows it at right like five a.m. Right around like five a.m. Because I'll usually start like right now. It's funny that you say that. I'm looking at the clock and usually about like eleven o'clock. I'm gonna start and I'll have about tonight. I'll have about two songs. I'm gonna mix one, master another song, record record another one and he'll have three songs tonight sitting in his inbox tonight. And, and I, I do believe that it's like the most, it's like basically when the world is still, 
You know, a lot of times when you look at that and, you know, for myself, it's whenever because I do not sleep. But I have also noticed with your you are correct is a lot of times that's the most creative time for people because you, you think about it. It's almost like the world is stopped. Traffic. Not a lot of traffic on the road at that time. Stores are usually closed. You already got what you wanted. Everything's locked in. People are asleep. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're you settled in. You're the most comfortable. That's when usually most happen. Back, you know what I'm saying? Look at it all the times. Everything's usually shut down like that. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. You know, that that hour, you know, you're, you're definitely settled in, not going anywhere. You're putting the locks on the door, locking the car up, saying your good nights. And it's definitely time to get ready. So, wow, five in the morning. So, with as far as working and putting in work in that type of way, I guess we could say that it's safe to say that you're an early riser. Is this a regimen that you do like five days a week? Is it seven days a week? How does that work for you? Um, my whole team, Chilby, Z-Menace, Angie, our whole team is like like-minded individuals. The creativity doesn't stop. Like, per, like Chill is either making a beat, working on a video, just did a photo shoot for us, or writing a lyric, singing a hook. Then somebody else is working on another song, making another beat. This other person's coming up with this one. I'm working on this. Then we got another idea. Then we're working on our radio show. It's constant. You know, MJ's working on promotions. It's a constant grind. So it's never a downtime, which is great. You got everybody motivated. So it's a 24-hour. I wake up and when I sleep, you know, they know it. I sleep maybe two hours every day, and that's in 30-minute increments. It's just how I've been conditioned. I can, I can dig it. I can dig it, and and you're making the best out of it too. So that's yeah, yeah, that's great. I don't want to live with no regrets. I want to say I I accomplish everything. I like a lot of people. I tell people any day you wake up is a good day. You have a lot of people crying about what well, I didn't get a chance to do this. I I wish I could have done this. Who's stopping you? You go do it. Go do it. Oh, you didn't go do it? You didn't do it because you didn't want to. You didn't have the drive. You lack the drive. As I always tell people, you're a pretty car on a lot with no engine. You got the keys, go ahead and throw it in drive. Pretty car with no engine. <laughs> yeah, pretty car with no engine. I stay in go mode. You know, I don't have time to, you know, I run by the car wash every now and then. I'm that's it. I'm too busy at the gas pump. Catch me at the gas pump. Car wash, maybe. I'm on the highway. Rest stop, where's that at? I don't do that. That's that's what too many people are concerned about. Like I told you, I, I our work ethics, like our group Devil's Advocate, to be a Devil's Advocate, it's product. A lot of people have applied to try to be Devil's Advocate, but the work ethic to be a Devil's Advocate, you can't. A lot of people can't keep up. The song rates, you know, we make songs in two hours from nothing around the world. It'll it'll happen. Somebody will write a lyric and send it out. And to these members, and they'll, a song will come back within two hours, it's done and off. We got into a movie situation that way. They had a contest. We did the song in two hours, sent it back. The contest was over. I like that. I like that. That's, that's drive right there. That's drive. That, that's just the team we have. I mean, it's not me. And as I tell people, I feel like Phil Jackson, you know. I'm I'm just on to get a chance to play with these guys. I, I sit back with like with Angie, Chill, the men's the whole entire team. I get to sit back like a coach, but I get to play on the field as well. But 
the funny thing is, is all of them fire. All of them get do whatever. But I'm like Phil Jackson. I know they're going to win. All of them are winners by themselves. I can throw the ball to any one of them and they're going to score. So for the fact that we all get together, it's a great feeling to walk out on the field with that much confidence to know either one of them are going to score every time, no matter what. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and to know that you have faith in your team, your team has faith in you and that you guys have dope chemistry. I'm pretty sure we're, you know, we're definitely going to see some some excellent projects coming down the pipeline. And you already said you got a volume one out for the rider music, right? Yeah, volume one is out. Volume two is uh, definitely something. It is definitely by far my best work. Hands down. I made sure it's my best work ever. You know, this is the one you want to have. Definitely. It's nothing you're going to hear from me. I made sure it was nothing that you get on Devil's Advocate or nothing. This is totally me, a side of me that a lot of people won't see again. And that's important. That That's important through an artist's journey, you know, especially for supporters to want that one. You know, that 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 one that says this is me. very important um center you still there i think i lost you again brother i'm here okay yeah i was just saying you know it, it's definitely something that's that's important and, and uh at some point in every artist's career to have that that project or you know that that campaign that just shows look you know this is me you heard the music you've seen the the the, the progress now come see me where I'm at on my terms and just have a seat and enjoy the ride. Hey, like I said, everybody says, and then, like I said, especially for you and, and, and all the people that are out there, they have to know what this is. This is rider music. This is not rap. This is not, no, this is rider music. This is what I do. So buckle up, hop on that bike, hop in your car, put your, put your seatbelt on, hit the gas. I got this. I'll be your tour guide. Trust me. I'll be your tour guide. You know, you get the Hall of Fame or Walk of Fame or whatever it is. You know, sit down. Like I told you, it's like your favorite restaurant. You got your other places where you can go get your, you know, your Hennessy, you know, your coin. No, this is your upper echelon. Tonight, you need your tux button up, sit down, get your rider gear on, kick back. This is grown man stuff. You got to get valeted here. I heard that. This is the all-white party. This is not drive-through. This is pull-up. Uh, you got to get valeted here. Man, I definitely enjoyed this, brother. And you know what? The the day that this comes out, I would love it if you would go ahead and let me know so that I can support it um, the old-school way. So I'm, I'm an old-school day. Sam Goody, Tower Records, Fat Beats. I'm trying to get a hard copy of this. Are there going to be hard copies of this? There will be hard copies, but also I'd like to do for you. I am supporting every DJ that will. Now, for you, as well, and, and special special things for you, I'm going to do what Prince did. I am going to have a special listening session to the whole album that I'm going to do by invite only that you will get, and you will get a hard copy signed by me with two bonus tracks that will never ever be released in my lifetime two songs that will never ever be released 
Oh, much respect, man. I appreciate that. I already have you slated for it, so I will make sure MJ gets you um, when that comes, when the full project is done, which is already done, I will make sure you have two songs uh, um, with that bonus project, and you will have the full album signed copy with me as well, and you will have that whole listening session as well with it, so that way you can podcast it if you want. I will make sure that you have it for that date, and that's way before the album comes out the entire album you will have it and i appreciate you bro like i said this is going to be crazy hey man the, listen the, the feeling is mutual you know it, it's, it's always good to chop it up with a brother that has his head together and knows where he's going you know especially if it's riding music come on bro you know you riding you definitely know where you're going you leading the pack right every time every, every time <laughs> i hit the road every time i hit the road that's what I'm talking about. Hey, you wanna uh, you wanna drop your uh, social media details for the listeners out there? You can get me at hmdmusic.com. That's www.hmdmusic.com. You can also catch me at s i n n h m d on Facebook. You can look for me on um, Instagram at hmd um, sin s i n n. You know, catch me everywhere, man. Like I said, and any artist, and I and I make this. I love to do music, you know, contact yourself, anybody, you reach out to me, you send me a track, I holler back, it comes back, two hours is back, any track. Man, y'all heard it there, man. Hey, listen, this 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 is sounding like Devil's Advocate, Sin, HMD Music, listen, they're, they're, they're coming, they're here, this is already too late, it's already too late. Hey, Sin, I appreciate this, brother. And, um, you know, I look forward to, to, to that listening party. I look forward to, you know, chopping it up in the future. And uh, did you want to leave the people with anything else? Well, I tell people every day, you know, any day you wake up is good and God bless, but God never rests. So you shouldn't stress. There it is. That's a mantra for those lost out there. And leading out, you know what? I think for those lost, you know, we need to reel them in. We're going to go ahead and play Make It Home for them. This is by Sin. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Sin, thanks for being here, brother. Appreciate you, Salute. Just in case you don't